Welcome everybody to Respawn Please, the video game podcast where two dum-dums come together to talk all things video games. I'm your host, Jesus. And with me as always is L. How's it going, L? How you doing? Hey. What you smelling? Going great. Wait, what'd you say? What am I smelling? <laughs> yeah, what do you smell? Describe what it smells like in your room right now for me, please. It smells like hints of water. <laughs> and dry no <laughs> it doesn't smell like sex no it does not <laughs> okay <laughs> all right uh, so today we have a big topic today we're not going to be talking well this is sort of news right i mean yeah. for video watchers they can see it right now what i have on the screen but we're going to talk about the game awards uh, but yep. before we get into the game awards i do want to talk about what you've been playing because we've sort of talked about it before we started streaming so i want to ask you what you've been playing now so um, lately, of course, I'm casually playing Overwatch, of course, uh, playing, started up again, playing uh, M Mafia, the definitive edition. Uh, mm -hmm. I've been playing that, having fun with that. And then every now and then there was some other game, what other, I think maybe like Fall Guys, but like it wasn't, or no, I'm sorry. I went back and dove back into Slay the Spire. So Nice. How's that yes. going? It's good. It's good. I was like, oh yeah, this game is like easy to pick up and just play real quick and then just drop it if you want to yeah that's uh uh yeah i i re-downloaded it as well i haven't actually started but with the intention of playing it because like yeah. i have like five or six more trophies to get on playstation so i'm like yeah I'll, i'm gonna chase these and it's like one of them is to like beat the game um without any artifacts like yeah. you only start off with the your starting artifact and I, for yeah. some reason i just can't do it <laughs> like, <That's> <laughs> it drives me insane i did get the trophy for beating it with um no um with no uncommon or rare cards which was also uh, very hard to do it took me a while to do that uh but i had to use ironclad and then had to like just spam strikes the uh the perfect strikes you know what i'm talking about where yeah. it adds like plus two damage every time for every exactly. strike you have yeah, in the yeah. game and so i just had to like load my deck up with strikes and hope Crazy. that i get a perfect strike on my first turn so i could smack them because i think <laughs> i ended the game with like 30 cards and they all had like the name strike in it with plus the perfect strike and so yeah. i was killing things with like one hit or taking huge chunks off of the boss hits and stuff but man it's it's a nightmare to do that because like you you basically can't defend yourself. <laughs> so you're just sitting there. So like you're just waiting to get that perfect strike, and you can get really fucked over with it. So but I eventually got it. So that's good. Nice. Um, that's good. What you been playing? Uh, I've been playing. <laughs> I, I got the uh, I got the I got the double pack of Scarlet. Oh and yeah. Violet. I got the double pack. I've been playing that. <laughs> um, you know, there's some technical issues with it. Like the frame rate's got awful. <laughs> It's just, it's got awful. The frame rate. Um, I had uh, some weird glitches where I was like falling through. Like I got, a, I was telling you earlier, I got out of a Pokemon battle, and yeah. I got clipped through a mountain and was like in oh this void. God. And so I had to like open the map and fly back to town. But like, yeah, it was just weird. I got like put underneath the world. But the, like, despite the frame rate, despite the bugs, I think this is probably the best Pokemon game. Just like the open oh. world is awesome. I've played it for almost. I've been playing it since two o'clock to about you know ten minutes ago, um, wow. so I've nice. been playing it like all day pretty much. When I after I got off work and came home, um, I'm loving it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be streaming uh, Violet tomorrow morning on my personal uh, channel and stuff. But I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Um, I've been playing Overwatch as well uh, with you. Um, it's been fun. <laughs> um, I started Pentiment as well. 
Um, I think oh, yeah. Pentiment is in a position right now where I think it's really good. I'm about four hours into it. It's about an 18-hour game from what I understand. Um, I like it a lot. It's just there's a shit ton of reading. And uh, so it's like, I don't, I'm just one of those things where I'm like, I really enjoy it. I like where the story's going. I like this world and the dynamics. I'm like, just, I'm intrigued by the mystery because it's a murder mystery, basically. And I'm intrigued yeah. by everything. But it's just like, man, I don't really want to read anything right now, which is the <laughs> thing that's preventing me from like getting into it. But I really like the art style. I think Pendiment is just beautiful. The art style is fantastic. Um, the game mechanics are fun. The story so far is interesting. Um, it's, it, surprised me i was not expecting to get like to see the reviews that it's getting because it got a 10 out of 10 on ign it got 10 yeah. out of 10s in some other places and it's like averaging anywhere from 8 to a 10 and i'm like holy crap i was not expecting that about with pentiment pentiment had been on my radar before but like i was not expecting that much sorry my dog's barking i don't know what's going on um <laughs> but uh outside of that what else have i been playing i've been playing something else pentiment Oh, I've been playing something else and I can't remember right now. Give me a second. Marvel Snap. Uh, I was playing uh, uh, Somerville. Somerville? Somerville, yeah. Yeah. I've been playing that. Um, It's like, it's, um, it's trying to be like Limbo inside doesn't quite do what it doesn't quite have that uniqueness that limbo inside has i think it's good i just don't think it's exceptional or groundbreaking like limbo are but it's very similar in like how you're playing and how you're navigating the puzzles and stuff um i think it's fun it's just i don't think there's anything special about it and i think like it's getting like on review side of things i've been seeing you get like sevens and six sevens eights around there and i think that's an appropriate little area for it to be in because it's not doing anything special like i was hoping it was going to be yeah but it is it is fun and it's worth playing if you have game pass it's on game pass so it's worth trying if you have it on game pass you know so yeah um give it a go there nice so um, I think that's it for me, though, on what I've been playing. Um, yeah, that's about it. Eventually, I'm going to I mean, I've been playing Plague Tale Requiem, too, but, you know, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm going to jump in there pretty soon. But uh, it's, it's amazing. I love you. I love Amicia. Amicia, let me tell you, let me tell you, there's a moment in in, in this where Amicia goes batshit crazy. And I'm just oh like, she's like, I'm going to murder everyone. And she's like yelling at the top of her lungs. I'm like, Jesus Christ, calm <laughs> down. It's not that serious. <laughs> like, oh my God. like, it was like she went off the handle and like and I'm like I'm here for it. Like I love Angry Amicia. She's great. The performance yeah. was great, but it was also one of those things where I was just like, this is kind of uncalled for. You should be losing listening to Lucas. The Lucas is the alchemist yeah. boy that you know travels with him. I'm like, you yeah. should be listening to him. He's telling you to calm down, listen to <laughs> him, because you're going kind of crazy right now. <laughs> but oh like God. the performance great. It was just like that moment. It happens fairly early on. I want to say it happened like chapter three, I want to say ish. But like it was just like, geez, calm this down. It's, it's not that serious, Amicia. I mean, it's serious, but not that serious. Geez. And then, dude, like uh, I want to say it's chapter five or six has one of the coolest fucking things ever uh, when it comes to rats. God damn it! Give me. A, I don't know what's going on with my dog. Yeah. 
fucking Christ, this dog. He's barking at my cat who's on top of the window. Aww. He's on he's in like on top of the the fireplace mantle, the little thing that's above the fireplace yeah. anyways. And so he's just barking at him. Um anyways, but there's like uh, there's this just incredible like shot. This isn't oh, this is spoiling. Never mind. I'm not going to say it cuz it's just it's it happens in chapter 5 6 and it's beautiful. It's like a shot of the city that you're in and things happen. Things happen. You'll understand when you get to it where you'll be like, oh, this is probably what Jesus is talking about. Because it's fucking wild. And it made me go, gosh, damn, <laughs> this is amazing. Because, like, it basically takes everything, you know, it takes all the rats and stuff from, from Innocence and just ups it to a thousand. And you're just like, God, God, rats everywhere. It, it's rats everywhere. That's the whole game of Plague Tale, um, which we're going to be talking about Plague Tale again soon because it's nominated for some stuff. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm, sur I'm surprised with uh, one of the categories it's in. I did yeah. not think it would ever in a million years be in that category. But let us begin talking about the Game Awards. So uh, for those who don't know, the Game Awards are a yearly award show hosted by Jeff Keighley. Um, usually streamed online. He used to do the, it used to be like on Spike TV, if you remember way back when. Yep. I think it was called something different back then. But, um, but yeah, so they, it's just game awards. It's for, you know, everybody to love games. Um, you, they have like audience participation so you can go in and vote yourself. Um, but we're not going to do that. Um, we're also going to ignore the esports category. We're going to say, just say that right now. I don't feel well versed enough to talk about esports. There's also there's also yeah. two other categories that I I, I want to say we skip. And okay. that is best VR and innovation accessibility, uh, okay. because I haven't played any of the VR games that are even nominated. And then on the innovation of in accessibility, I have never dived into accessibility options because it's not something that I need. Um, yeah. I understand the importance of it, and but I also am not familiar with what these games it. yeah so i that, those are the those are the things that i want to veto i don't know if you want to talk about it though we certainly can dive into them but i leave the choice up to you well on those we're okay we're okay <laughs> all right so let's start from the bottom up let's make game yeah. of the year the last category let's start with most anticipated game for 2023 Yes. All right. So, most anticipated game. Recognizing an announced game that has demonstrably illustrated, I hate saying those, <laughs> demonstrably no, that's illustrated, so that's so weird to say, potential to push the gaming medium forward. We have nominated for this category is Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4, Starfield, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. L, I want to I want to start with you. I want you to uh kind of uh, nope i want you to pick inch i want you to pick what you think is going to win and what you want to win if they are different you know if they're different then obviously exactly um i'm gonna say that uh just right off the bat two of these are not gonna win i'm gonna say this right now because looking at this list i don't see how they're gonna push the medium forward um one we probably might agree on this i don't think resident evil 4 is gonna win yeah. Um, just because it doesn't feel it's it's just a remake. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. feel like it's gonna push anything forward or mm -hmm, test anything. Mm -hmm. Um the second one that I think will not win is Hogwarts Legacy. I don't think that's gonna push the medium forward at all. Um personally, that's just my opinion. Um but now just to get to the point, the game that I want to win, mm -hmm. 
is The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. The game that I think will win, I think it actually will be Legend of Zelda. I think yes. <laughs> I, I am going to agree with you on the uh, what I think is going to win. The Legend of yes. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I think that's going to win. I think people are excited. People popped for it when it was announced. Yep. So I think it's going to... Um, I think it's definitely going to... I think I think it's going to be the thing that's anticipated because I believe Starfield won last year when Starfield was supposed to come out this year. No, maybe it was Elden Ring. Maybe Elden Ring won. I think it was actually oh, okay. Elden Ring. Um, Starfield won at some point. Maybe it was like over the summer thing. Uh, it, this stuff bl- bl- blurs together. But I agree. Resident Evil 4. I don't think it's going to change anything. Also, I don't even give a shit about Resident Evil 4. I know a lot of people love Resident Evil, but fuck it. I don't yeah. give a shit. Final Fantasy. I could see, I could see it, mm-hmm. but I think more people are excited about the second part of Final Fantasy VII remake uh, than they uh, are about sixteen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because um, so, part two is also supposed to be coming out next year, I believe, or maybe it's the year after. Yeah. Um, and then Hogwarts Legacy, I'm with you right there. I don't think it's gonna, <laughs> I don't yeah. think it's gonna push the medium yeah. at all. Um, I so will, you, I will, I will say sorry to cut you off. I will say one thing, Starfield. I do think it's highly anticipated, but I think that you remember whenever I think it was the Xbox showcase, uh-huh. um, was it or the Bethesda showcase where they showed off? I mean, it's the same. It's the same thing. So, same thing. Sorry. Same <laughs> yeah. thing. So when Starfield was shown off, um, I think it had a lot of mixed reactions yep. just because um, it didn't. There was nothing really that stood out of it. Yeah. But I think like I want to be hyped for that game, but I also don't want to set myself up to be so hyped that it it's just me, you know, trying not to l- be let down. Yeah. You know, and so but I because I, I, I feel like there's so much potential in Starfield. There's so much. But it's just that from what I saw so far, I'm just like, mm, nothing's really pulling me as much as I mean, even though I'm not a big Legend of Zelda fan, you know, that for some reason, just seeing the, the preview and the gameplay that I saw from it, I'm like, this looks amazing. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like Starfield, I will say when we saw the preview last summer, um, we did a live reaction to that. Man, it feels like so long ago. I know, it feels so long. (laughs) I mean, when I say last summer, I mean, it happened in 2022, but it still feels like it's been forever. Uh, Um, Yeah. I will say I was underwhelmed by like the gunplay. I remember yeah. distinctly going, "Yeah, this is kind of boring." <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm interested in Starfield. I'm excited about Starfield, and uh, what I would want to win is Starfield, just because I don't give a shit about any of these other games. I'm gonna be honest. Like, I don't like Zelda. I've gone on record saying I don't like Zelda games. I don't like Resident Evil. I don't care about Final Fantasy. Hogwarts Legacy. I'm gonna probably play Hogwarts Legacy. Probably not at launch, though. Uh, yeah. So, like, Starfield is the game that I am anticipating the most out of this. But I think Legend of Zelda is going to win. Starfield is what I would want to win. But I think Legend of Zelda wins. I think people are m- far more excited about the idea of another of another Legend of Zelda game than I they know. are about any of these other things, you know? Yes. So. All right. Is that your definitive answer? Are you locking in? Zelda wins? Yeah, I think Zelda <laughs> is going to win. Like, right. it just... I just trying to think back of like hype. I feel like people when when Starfield was first shown off as far as like the gameplay wise, mm-hmm. some people were excited, but it was like I said, it was mixed versus like Zelda. Even now, people are like, I feel like every now and then I still see people talk about, you know, waiting for Zelda to, uh, to come out versus yeah. like Starfield. And I just hear more talk around Starfield being you know, hopefully they knock it out the park. It's not like, oh, I can't wait till it comes out. It's like mixed 
and where some people are like excited, some people are like, oof, I don't know, didn't really excite me, and yeah, you know, yeah, just depends. But. I feel that. I feel that. I'm I'm with you. I, I wanted to win just because, again, don't care about anything else, but exactly. Zelda's going to win. I, I, I don't <laughs> think there's any debate about that. I yeah. will be shocked if I will be shocked if Hogwarts Legacy or Resident Evil win. I know. I will be, be thoroughly crazy. shocked because, uh, like, honestly, I would rather have a new Final Fantasy. I would rather have Starfield than, than either Hogwarts Legacy or Resident Evil. But, I mean, Resident Evil fans fucking love Resident Evil. So, exactly. like, you know. No, who knows what'll happen there? Um, so <laughs> let us move on to best adaptation. Best adaptation: recognizing outstanding creative work that faithfully and authentically adapts a video game to another entertaining entertainment medium. I have a lot to fucking say about two <laughs> things on this list. Okay. The other three, don't give a shit about, and and I will tell you right now. Uh, there, I do not think there's any snowballs chance in hell that they win with an yeah. asterisk next to one of these. Uh, okay. Cuphead show, I don't think it's going to win. I don't yeah. think it, I don't think enough people care about it. I don't think enough people know anything about Cuphead. True. <laughs> I yeah. think Cuphead for Cuphead is very much a niche within the gaming community itself, and I don't think yeah. I don't think Cuphead just stands on its own. I think the show was fine. I think the show is fun to watch. I don't know if you've yeah. watched it. I enjoyed it. It does nothing special, especially compared to the two things I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, better than the first one, and it's just an okay movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's better than the first one. I love Knuckles. I love Tails. I love the tease. Spoiler. We're going to, we, I'm going to spoil everything because I can, uh -huh. uh, because I can't talk about these things without spoiling. Um, yeah. The tease of Shadow has me excited oh, yeah. about Sonic 3, but Sonic just an okay movie yeah for an okay property the only and i put an asterisk here because i think that because sonic is hot right now because of frontiers there might be a chance uh, <laughs> that sonic wins because they, sonic yeah. is hot right now because people do yeah. like frontiers people do seem to like frontiers so i think sonic yeah. is hot enough right now that people will be like yeah let's give it to sonic why not and then uncharted i don't fucking know i don't like <laughs> I watched the movie. I watched, I should say, I watched half the movie and didn't care about it. So, but I've never yeah. been a fan of Uncharted to begin with. Tom Holland was fine as Nathan Drake. Marky Mark is fine as Sully. Yeah. Do you have an opinion about Uncharted or Sonic? Sorry, I kind of took over this conversation. No, you're fine. Those. You're fine. No, I, I agree 100% with um, the Cuphead show. The Cuphead show actually looks great. The animation style looks amazing. Yeah. Um, but I also, I like, I to kind of like agree with you on that. It's very niche. And I, when it came out, I really heard no one talk about it except for maybe a couple people. Yeah. It wasn't a lot. Um, Uncharted, never saw the movie because I did not care about it. <laughs> yeah. I did not like seeing, like, for some reason, I was like, this has potential to be a great movie. But then I was like, this almost feels like a like a B movie, like a like a B list movie. Like even though these are like A list actors, mm -hmm. it just there was nothing that drew me to it that I was like, I need to go see this movie. Yeah, forgettable. It came out really, to be honest. I don't know how much it made, but I didn't hear anybody talk about it yeah. or talk about how it was great. On, or you can watch it on Netflix right now. Go, go, start it up oh, right oh, now, oh, and then really? we'll come back in two hours. <laughs> then we'll have the conversation. Um, Sonic, Sonic uh, the Hedgehog two. I heard everybody talking about this, but mm -hmm. it's because I kind of feel like Sonic is this thing that, really, to be honest, 
if the first one didn't go through the controversy of the redesign <laughs> of Sonic, yeah. I almost feel yeah. like that movie would have been forgotten and two would have never come out. Well, but yeah. because of that controversy and then the director and everyone being like, we're going to change it. People kind of grew attached to it and they're like, we need, you know, we need regular Sonic. Yeah. Da, da, da. And then it just spiraled. And next thing you know, two came out and then they kind of, you know, um, fed into fans of being like, uh oh, here comes Shadow in three. Yeah. And now <laughs> yep. everybody's like, yeah. Yeah. The fan service element of exactly. that. That also but means also, we're probably going to get what's her name? What's the female hedgehog that Sonic's love interest? I can't remember. Anna? Her name? Um, I forgot her name. Amy? Amy? No. I don't know. I thought it's something with an A, isn't it? Up oh, here. Well, here. something like that. Let me get that off. Um, but also to chime in on what you said, Sonic is an okay movie. <laughs> yeah. It's just <laughs> an okay. Like it's, it is fun as hell. I will say that. Yeah. It is very fun. It's just it's an okay movie like there's exactly. nothing it does nothing amazing i don't really think it faithfully adapts sonic at all but like let's be real sonic never had a real narrative to begin with so True. there's like not much to adapt outside of the characters themselves so yeah uh and then i'll say um are we gonna go into what we think now like we'll win or what yeah um, i will let you go take it first because i have a lot to say also her name is amy the love interest for sonic That's is amy I yeah I, I knew so, it was something with an a but what do you think is going to win? What do you want to win? Man, this is interesting. Um, cause I guess so it comes out to Ar two. <laughs> yeah. These, these two are like great shows, arcane and cyberpunk Ed runners. Yep. Mm -hmm. Amazing shows. Um, I, I, what I want to win mm -hmm. cyberpunk Ed runners. That's okay. what I want to win. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What I think will win. I have a feeling. I feel like arcane, uh, the league of legends show will win. I have a feeling, even yeah. though I think cyberpunk, is better than arcane nothing wrong with arcane great show but i just have this feeling um it kind of feels like when comparing those two shows i feel like cyberpunk is the underdog mm -hmm. um because mm -hmm. um, these two shows are blow the other cat uh shows out of the water to me and oh yes the quality of these the quality of cyberpunk and the quality of arcade are like are 10 out of 10s where everything <laughs> else is like you know around six seven you know what I mean? exactly. like arcane and, so, and cyberpunk are edge runners is both 10 out of 10 like it's it's yeah. it's but it's i will insane. say that what i want to win is cyberpunk edge runners but what i think will win will be arcane league of legends I think. yep all right so here's <laughs> oh man i've been i've been i've been thinking about this for a while just because like when i saw the categories i was like man this is something i'm very passionate about because i i love yeah. both of these shows and i'm yeah. actually like my votes are in the in line with yours i think arcane's going to win i want cyberpunk to win um yeah. i think arcane just all around is a better constructed show yeah i think it uses its time a little bit better than edge runners does I think it also does almost exactly what uh, this category is supposed to do, like faithfully and authentically adapts a video game um, to another inter entertainment medium. League of Legends, you know, doesn't really have any like story to it. It's these characters and you have your, your you know, because it's a MOBA. So you have your lanes and stuff. They have they have lore similar like how Overwatch has lore where you get like glimpses of it. But there's never been a strong like just we're going to tell a narrative in this world, in this universe. It's always just been world building and lore. And so I think Arcane does a, an amazing job of taking these characters and giving them life, breathing life into them. I think Arcane also does a really good job of introducing this world 
to an audience that knows nothing about League of Legends. Exactly, yeah. And that's why I think it's going to win. I think, I don't think, I wouldn't be surprised if either one of these would win, but I do think Arcane's yeah. going to win just because I do, I do believe it's a better constructed show. However, there is something missing in it that Cyberpunk has for me, and that's this emotional impact. I think Cyberpunk, the best way I can describe this is that it brought me to fucking tears. I was, yeah. I was bawling by the end it's one of the it's a train wreck of a show in terms of you know what's going to happen pretty much from the very first episode the character david you know his journey you know what's going to happen to him it's written on the fucking wall and it's one of those things where you're like i want these i love this character so much because you get attached to david you get attached to this cast of characters that he surrounds himself with with lucy and with um his uh his whole crew that he runs with um yeah you get attached to these characters and it's one of those things where you're like i just want everybody to be fucking happy please for the love of god make this happen and it there's no such thing as happy endings for night city god dang it cat stop it <laughs> my cat's trying to get out of the room i need to stop him um but edge runners like it has an emotion to it that arcane doesn't quite have for me and i i don't know how to explain it um there are a few things i think holds edge runners back uh, one of them is the fact that this is this is anime. This is anime ass anime where Arcane is not really anime. It is animation, but like think like Pixar animation where you wouldn't say Pixar is anime. Um, Cyberpunk is anime. It's made by a Japanese studio, um, whereas Arcane is a French animation studio. So there's 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 this anime jank to it that's pretty obvious with Cyberpunk. Um I do think there's pacing issues with Cyberpunk, especially like in the middle kind of episodes they accelerate a few things pretty quickly. Um so I think the anime jank kind of prevents it from really connecting, do you know what I mean? Like with a larger audience. Yeah. Does that make sense? Um yeah, definitely. And I think the other thing is the gratuitous violence of Edge Runner is the best way uh, I could say yeah. it. Like within the first two minutes. You see people getting shot. It's it is it is brutal. Uh yeah. It was your your partner, right? Couldn't watch it after that. Yeah, we literally we literally <laughs> put on the first episode, and as soon as like th they started killing people, she was like, "Hold on, wait, we gotta, we, we can't do this." <laughs> yeah, so I think I think that's the yeah. other thing that's going to turn a lot of people away because like that is a good like that is an indication of where this show goes. This show does not hold back when it comes to the violence and just yeah. displaying this crazy amount of violence. So I think that's another thing that's going to prevent a lot of people. Uh, from really connecting with it, but maybe, you know, the media, the jury, so to speak, maybe it'll resonate with them. Maybe they'll feel the same way I did. Cry like a baby. Cause this is a love story between David and Lucy, right? Like this is their story. David wanting to protect Lucy, Lucy wanting to protect David, their love for each other. And it's and leading up to that final episode and the last moment where Lucy is spoiler spoiler everybody Lucy's on the moon after pretty much everybody has died she's by herself it's like a bittersweet thing because David yeah. early on in episode one or two or I think it was episode two where he promised I will take you to the moon in a way he fulfilled it <laughs> you know he got he got her the money but he also promised that he would be with there with her and then he wasn't because no, there's no happy endings for exactly and like oh man edge runners just ripped me apart and it's a piece of media that like 
I just, I adored. I think this, like, Edge Runners is my favorite thing that I've watched all year. I think it's my favorite piece of media that I've experienced all year. And that's including, like, video games, film, music, everything. I think Edge Runners is just my favorite thing that I've consumed all year. So, like, yeah. I wanted to win so bad, but I think Arcane's going to win. Definitely. I, I think, agree. I think what there might be a chance that Arcane and Cyberpunk split the vote so much that Sonic uh -huh. the Hedgehog gets elevated <laughs> to winning. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me to see that happen. Yeah, that would be like, hilarious. Where enough people go, yeah, Arcane Cyberpunk, this is great. And then Sonic the Hedgehog sneaks up because it's just a hot thing right now, you know? So. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry for going on this long no, talk about good, Cyberpunk because I, I love <laughs> Cyberpunk. I love Arcane. I think they're both good shows. I want to see season two of Arcane. I hope they will add more. I mean, there's a definitive ed end to Edge Runners, so who knows if yeah. they're going to extend it. I saw people like spitball ideas since this was very much about a street kid doing like a Corpo yeah. sort of spinoff show, doing uh, a yeah. Nomad sort of spinoff show, like, you know, the different exactly. beginnings that you got in Cyberpunk. But... Nice. We'll see. We'll see. I would love to see more of this style. I think Studio Trigger, the 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 uh, animation, the anime studio that made this fantastic like style to it that captures cyberpunk. But then I think Arcane just like the animation for Arcane is probably better than any like Western animation I've ever seen. Like I think it's leaps and bounds better than Pixar in my opinion. That might yeah. be sacrilege. I don't know. <laughs> but like just like the visual vistas that Arcane had at times, just, just like, yeah. oh, my God, this is fucking incredible. Um, so anyways, we don't have to spend any more time on that. <laughs> Arcane's going to probably win. I want Cyberpunk to win. You're in the same boat? Definitely. Same. All right. Best debut indie. This one, I am like, I don't know who to pick because all of these Man. are fantastic choices. So, these like, um, so best indie or best debut indie for the best debut game created by a new independent studio. Um, so we have Neon Man. White, Norco. You played Norco, right? No, I actually didn't get a chance to play okay. it, but I, I thought I've you did. So. Yeah, I didn't play it either. So, yeah. <laughs> I heard good <laughs> things about it, though. Uh, and then Stray, yeah. Tunic, and Vampire Survivors. So there's a there's a thing that I want to just say. Okay. Tunic and Vampire Survivors, both made by a singular person. Crazy. Both made like Tunic, especially. I mean, tunic, like both of them like outsource for like artwork and everything, but like yeah. the coding and like the idea and everything was a singular person. Uh, mm -hmm. So I think that should you know take into account. I don't think it's gonna sway people yeah. at all, but I think that's something you should <laughs> take into consideration when you think of Tunic and just like the the style of tunic and then like just the crazy mechanics of vampire survivors um with that said neon white fantastic norco from what i've read and seen fantastic stray i don't like it but apparently i'm in the minority and everybody fucking loves stray um yeah so with this i think stray is going to win mm. i want tunic to win though just because like of how much i love tunic uh especially compared to stray stray like I, Stray did nothing for me. I didn't really care about the journey that the little cat went on. Didn't really care about the puzzles or the mechanics that it introduced. The world building was interesting, but that like was not enough for me to really go, yeah, this is a great game. But apparently people love it, which is why I think Stray is going to win. So Nice. Okay, well, for me, um, I've, uh, I never really got a chance to play uh, Norco, even though I, I meant to. I downloaded it. I just never got around because I got distracted by the games. Mm -hmm. But like you said, I heard great things about it. Neon White, I've watched other people play it, and it looked fun. 
um just trying to like finish it and just the gameplay looked really cool and interesting at first yeah. i didn't know what to think of it but when i saw other people starting to play it i was like this looks interesting now so here's my thing my thing what i want to win actually is vampire survivors and explain because, <laughs> so the reason why is one day i randomly because every now and then i watch bruce green play and he was playing it and then i was like this looks kind of interesting i kind of want to dive into it and at the time i think we actually talked about it and you said it's on game pass and i was like oh, okay let me let me download it and play it man when i first started to play it, i got hooked immediately because oh, yeah. really all it is is just endless zombies monstrous creatures coming at you and you're just trying to like go as long as you can and um to unlock characters unlock upgrades and stuff like that but this game is so addicting because it's kind of like it feels like it's me just trying to beat my own record and it's so cool with every character has its own special attribute or like power and it it adds like every time you play a, a twist to wherever you start to like okay how am i going to become so powerful to where there's like hundreds of creatures coming and just constantly killing killing and getting the score high, uh, up high and everything so and I just man, I just had a blast. There was literally, I think, like almost a month where I would play Vampire Survivor every single day just for like an hour or so because it's yeah, because they're quick games to get in and get out. And yeah. so you could just hop in, play a little bit, you know, for a couple minutes or an hour or however much time and then quickly get out. Yeah. Um now it's interesting because Stray looked cool, never got a chance to play it, but I heard a lot of great things of it. I actually think Tunic will win. Okay. I actually think Tunic will win because I heard so many great things about it. The character design, everything like uh, that. Really, to be honest, the only, which I wouldn't be surprised if it happens, Stray looked like a great game, but I think all people were obsessed was because it was a cat. <laughs> yeah. I just think people were just yeah. obsessed because it was a cat and it's a cat with a the backpack cat, going on adventures. Yeah, the cat. And he has a friend. Yeah, he's a robot friend. The robot, robot friend's cute too. <laughs> exactly that's but i think people are like orange cat love it mm -hmm. and they let it blind them from the gameplay <laughs> it blind them there are fools which I, understand. <laughs> which I understand the cat's cute and everything i get it but if we're talking about like a great debut i really think tunic is going to win because the person that created it and came up with the idea just knocked it out the park. Mm -hmm. That gameplay is like so amazing. It's so fun. It says a lot without really saying anything. It allows mm -hmm. the the player to discover the world and figure out just like what to do. And it's it it man, it really like it just like uh what is it? Uh it blew past my expectations of what I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. And oh. so, I mean, we literally talked about it. Even something as cool as the little comic book that had the oh map God, and just the all the manuals. So, so fucking cool. cool! I want one in real life so bad. I would pay a hundred dollars for it. <laughs> I would pay whatever price I need to pay to get that freaking thing because it's so cool. Exactly. Oh but, my God. Yeah. Besides, but, but like I say, besides in Stray, the besides like them loving the cat and then like the robot. Mm -hmm. Man, I really didn't hear too much about it. But it's just like going back to Tunic. I heard so much about just like how it looked, the design, how mm -hmm. fun it was. The yeah. cool small things and the details and so that's why i think tunic will win even though i want vampire survivor to win because i had so much fun with it but i think honestly i think tunic just has that much of a leg up compared to the other games personally yeah, yeah i would agree i i, I mean i i want to see tunic win that's why I'm saying I want it. But I do think like people are blinded by the fucking cat, man. OK, people are, are blinded by they the are. stupid cat. They are. And I don't blame they them. Are. The cat's cute. 
<laughs> the robot I, yeah, friend exactly. is cute as well. All right. Exactly. Um, so do you need, do we want to go over content creator of the year? Cause honestly, I'm not familiar with any of these people that are in the content creator of the year. I forgot to mention that too. This is another category we can skip unless you are I'm, passionate I'm about right. it. Are you a fan of anybody? <laughs> Anyways, best <laughs> multiplayer game. This oh one, this one was interesting for me. Um, so this one is best multiplayer for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op in massively multiplayer experiences, ir irrespective of game genre or platform. So we have Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Multiverses, Overwatch 2, Splatoon 3, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. Um, so this is a category that I... Honestly, I'm like, I don't really care who the fuck wins this category, <laughs> yeah. but if I'm picking who I think was going to win, um, I think Overwatch 2 is going to win just because it's the one that I hear the most about. And like, I've been seeing people complain about like the bugs and stuff in Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Not to say that Overwatch 2 doesn't have bugs. It does. Like it had a rocky yeah. launch. Um, I think Splatoon 3 is too, it's too niche to the Switch to make an impact. I mean, I know the people that love Splatoon love Splatoon, but I feel like Splatoon came and went. Like, yeah. it, it was around for a week. I heard people talk about it, and then it immediately dropped off. Um, yeah. Same with multiverses. I mean, I know people still play it. I know it's still popular. You know, people love the idea of a, a of a you know Smash Brawler, but with Batman and Superman, Scooby exactly. or uh, uh, Shaggy. I mean, is Scooby Shaggy, in the game? Yeah. Um, no, I don't think Scooby's in. I think it's Shaggy. And then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles also is one of those things that came and went. I saw amazing people hyping it up and having fun with it, but I heard, yep. uh, but it's also, it came and went. So like, yeah. I think the only one that really resonated with me at all that I still see stuff about, and that maybe just because I'm playing it all the time is Overwatch 2. Yeah. So, but that's True. my pick. I don't really care who wins, but I think Overwatch 2 is going to win. <laughs> so here's my thing now. Overwatch 2 did have a rocky launch. It uh -huh. was very rocky, but that was to be expected. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like a phoenix rising from the ashes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's where we go with this. All right. <laughs> Overwatch 2 is was here to make right. their comeback. And they did. Now, compare, when comparing it to other games, um, like you said, Splatoon 3 kind of came and went. I heard mm -hmm. people talk about it and then it just left. Same thing with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, to be honest, I haven't heard a lot about Modern Warfare 2 at all. Mm. Um, but also, it's, I mean... It's been I pretty buggy from what I understand. And like mm -hmm. I, I watched I, I, um, folks play it today, kind of funny. Uh, okay. They were playing it and they were having glitches and stuff. So, <laughs> uh, so I think this comes down to two. Uh, Multiverses and Overwatch 2. Mm -hmm. What do I want to win? Overwatch 2. What do I think will win? Overwatch 2, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you were setting because, us up for multiverses to win. Yeah. No, to crush the dreams. No, it just, because I have seen a lot of people talk about multiverses and mm. people are having fun with it because they, I think recently they just announced season two yeah. of the uh, new characters coming. Yep, they did. And they, but, a bunch of character reveals and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Now, granted that I am a little biased because I like Overwatch, but I just see more and more Overwatch 2, and I think people are still hype off of the the uh, the path that uh, Blizzard had said. You know, they're they're almost on to. I think next month is season two. That's yeah, when season uh, the two next is season start. starts. Yep. For Overwatch 2, and so people have been having a lot of fun just playing that, and then they just um, 
announced the uh, the patch that they did with mm-hmm. reworks to characters, reworks to how the competitive works, mm-hmm. um, and then crossplay as well. And so, so far, it, it, like I've heard a lot of great things um, with just the the communication between Blizzard and then the community and the players just seems to be going a lot better versus like hearing about multiverses than any of the other ones. Yeah, I agree. So, I'm oh, yeah. I, I on board with everything. I guess I want Overwatch 2 to win as well. <laughs> I don't really care, but uh, so best sports slash racing game is the next category. I'm actually surprised by something being omitted from this, and I'll we'll talk about that here in a second because it's also, I, yeah, we'll talk about it twice. Uh, but best sports slash racing game for the best traditional and non traditional sports and racing game. So I feel like there's a big omission from this, and that is WWE 2K22. Uh, you want WWE? <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to write this in because I think <laughs> uh, my my uh, parents are home, so the dogs are going uh, crazy right now. Uh, can you take over for a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. So yeah, WWE is not um, listed amongst the uh, nominees here. You have F one twenty two, FIFA twenty three, NBA two K twenty three, Gran Turismo, and Ollie Ollie World, which is an excellent game. Now, look, I'm going to explain to the audience um, if you're listening. This is what I want to win, and this is what I think will win. What I want to win, Ali Ali World. Because when you compare to the other games, I almost feel like this is a layup for Ali Ali World just because... I agree. It's, <laughs> it's kind of like when you're comparing it to NBA 2K23, FIFA 23, F1 22, um, Grand Turismo 7 they're literally the same game like every year <laughs> there's nothing new there's nothing like really exciting about it whereas ollie ollie world is just amazing overall so i want ollie ollie world to win what i think will win i actually think it'll be ollie ollie world um because one nba 2k23 man i didn't, i haven't heard a, a good thing yet about that game same thing with fifa i haven't heard I a good thing about nba blitz. 2k anything for like almost a decade now and yet exactly. it still sells <laughs> so it's, it, it still sells because people are gonna play it and you know they're gonna buy it it's nothing but like big advertisement for state farm insurance and like all these other things yeah um i will say the only other thing um the other game that I think actually is all right is Gran Turismo. If you're into traditional racing, because it just looks beautiful, it's gorgeous. There was the controversy of the car, like paying for cars, like microtransactions oh, right. that that like at launch you were paying like oh, an yeah, astronomical right. amount of money to buy these cars and stuff. Like people were oh, yeah, pissed right. about that. So exactly. that's why I don't think Gran Turismo. But yeah, um, I'm with you. FIFA, F1, NBA. They're always the same. I hear FIFA yeah. 23 is better, is better, but like, really, what does that mean? <laughs> like, no, true. it's, it's I, better, but I, I heard it's better. They, they have a, the, the like storyline that they have is actually apparently pretty good. They had, um, 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 Ted Lasso stuff in oh, there yeah, the, where you yeah, could, teams in there. Yeah. Now. Yeah. So you had that. Um, but yeah, I think I, I completely agree. Ollie Ollie World, this is a layup for Ollie Ollie World. Like, yeah, just like in terms of one, Ali Ali World is an indie darling. Like yes, yeah. It is an indie darling. It's the better game. <laughs> like yes. it is the better game. Like I don't think there's any debate about that. It is the better yeah. game across the board uh, uh, within this category. And yeah, I, so I think this is just like this is the category Ali Ali World's gonna win. It's yeah. it's in other categories, I believe, but I think this is the one that it will definitely win. Definitely, because like it's just, it's man, it's just so 
this category this whole category is just so baffling definitely i was gonna say because it even fifa 23 even though it's like supposedly better than last year's i've man i've heard a lot of people still complain about it as far as Mm -hmm. like gameplay and just glitching and just like random moments that'll happen and it just isn't like seamless yeah um I honestly, F122, I don't know anybody that plays F1 um, yeah. like that or just is into it. Um, yeah. And then, like <laughs> 2K23, like I hear nothing but horrible things about yeah. it. Um, and then, yeah, I just think all the other world's going to win. Yeah, I, I think it's going to win. I want it to win. It deserves to yeah. win. Uh, it's It was my game of the year for a little bit, for a brief like yeah. two week period. And the two that came out and then another game came out. And so it eventually went away from being in my, but it's still going to be in my top 10 games of the year. Like I love Ollie Ollie World. I loved playing it. I think everybody needs to go play it. It's a, it's a fun ass game yeah. and it's a great skateboarding game. So nice. I do think it's again, WWE 2K23. Two should, should have, have been should, should have been, should have been nominated. Should have, we could have taken out NBA? Could have taken out NBA. Yes, really um, <laughs> it also could have been in a fighting game, but whatever. You know, we'll get to the fighting Very category true. eventually. <laughs> um, Very true. So moving on to best sim slash strategy game. I actually don't have too much to say here. Um, yeah. But best sim slash strategy game, best game focused on real time or turn based simulation or strategy gameplay, irrespective of platform. Uh, so they have Dune Spice Wars, Mario Rabbids. Uh, Mario plus rabbits sparks of hope total war warhammer three two point campus and Victoria three um, honestly I don't care about any of this I haven't played any of these so I don't really have an opinion I think what's going to win is Mario plus rabbits uh, what I want to win is Mario plus rabbits <laughs> so, <laughs> because I, I've played Mario plus rabbits the first one so I'm just going to assume the sparks of hope is going to be good and everything according to everything it's better than the first one. So, yeah. Um, I, I, Dune I Spice Words maybe might be able to win, but like, because that's like a Civ like game. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. The same thing. This <laughs> is like some, I really, I only know a couple uh, of these games that I haven't really played through any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, what I think will win is going to be Mario plus Rabbids. Um, what I want to win, controversial pick, Two Point Campus. I want okay. that to win yeah. just because it fan? seems like a game. And I've actually played um, two, two Point, point hospital. hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And that was fun. And so, but I think Mario just is going to throw the hammer down and just kill everybody else. Yeah. I think so too. I, I mean, yeah, a Two Point Hospital is fun. Uh, I've, I intended to play Two Point Campus, but then I just got wrapped up in a bunch of other things, you know? Um, maybe one day. Uh, Victoria 3, I think Victoria 3. I, I like the company, Paradox uh, Interactive. I like their games because um, I play Stellaris and I play uh, Crusader Kings. And yeah. so th- those are grand strategy games. Victoria 3 is a grand strategy game, but grand strategy games. Are fucking niche as hell so yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think there's any way victoria could win maybe warhammer maybe dune spice wars but yeah i could see yeah. I, my thought is mario plus rabbits probably most likely um, see that. so moving on from that best family game also just called the nintendo category <laughs> um, so uh, best family game for the best game appropriate for family play irrespective of genre or platform they say irrespective of genre or platform but let's take a moment to acknowledge the fact that this is also well with the exception of one game these are all exclusive yeah. to switch of course exactly <laughs> but the nominees are kirby in the forgotten land lego star wars the skywalker saga mario rabbits sparks of hope nintendo switch sports and splatoon 3 what i think is going to win kirby in the forgotten land 
what I want to uh-huh. win. Star Wars, just because it's not a freaking <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> game. Like, I, I don't care one way or another, but just because this is the only non-Nintendo game on this list, exactly. I want Star Wars to win. But I think Kirby the Forgotten Land is going to win because that game came out hot. People loved it. It is a fun as hell game. Like I played the demo. I enjoyed the demo. Um, but people loved Kirby. So I think that's the one that's going to win. Um, again, Splatoon 3. The people that love Splatoon 3 love Splatoon 3, but I don't think it has that mass appear like appeal like kirby does or even lego star wars or even mario plus rabbits um and then nintendo switch sports uh came and went and i heard mixed things about it like some like i think this goes back to like just the nintendo switch wii sports in general too that some games were fun some weren't type of deal so definitely so this is like <laughs> of all the the uh, categories, this is like a all out brawl. <laughs> what I think, just because it's like best family, you're like, what's the best game for family? But anyway, what mm-hmm. I think, or excuse me, let me first say what I want to win: Star Wars, Lego Star Wars. That's what <laughs> yeah. I want to win because it was an amazing game. Everybody yeah. talks about it. They like knocked it out the park. Yeah, Amazing. it's the best Lego centric game in general, right? So exactly. like, that was like the common consistent consensus back when it released. Exactly, yeah. And the so. Lego games just like are so fun. It almost feels like it almost feels like it's not just only meant for family. Anybody could have fun with the Lego Star Wars or just yeah. the Lego games in general. Yeah. And so that's what's so cool about it. Um now what I think will win. Oof, as much as I love Kirby, I have a feeling that Mario is just going to take that hammer once again and win this I, category. I think because it's a strategy game, I think it wins the strategy game category, but I don't think it wins the family game category. I, I can just see that. I, I, I like that. It's just because it's, I think Mario is so, the Mario plus Rabbids, because strategy games are a niche. Yeah. I do think like Kirby just I think Kirby just in general has a bigger mass appeal. That, but you might be right. Maybe the Mario name holds so much weight that Kirby just can't climb that mountain. You know, Mario, this is how well uh, this is how much of a stranglehold Mario has on the community. Your grandma probably knows more about Mario than Kirby. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> and so I think that just with that weight of itself. Now, I could be wrong, and Kirby's just going to suck up everybody and take everybody's powers and win this award, win yeah. this category. But I personally feel I think Mario might win. Yeah. Just I, also, I also feel like this is the category for Kirby. Uh, I could definitely say that, yeah. Is Kirby nominated for anything else? I can't remember. I think it is, right? But, mm, yeah, maybe. I think this is the category that Kirby wins. Um, I'd be, I'd, I want I want Kirby to win, but I, I have a feeling. Or excuse me, I want Lego want to win. win you want both think, of them to win at the same time. Yeah. You want there to be a you want there to be a tie. It's a tie. <laughs> it's a tie. You both get a word. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. So we're moving on to best fighting game. This category, once again, I have no stakes Man. in this. I don't care. Um, to do with these games. Never even so, heard. Well, one of these games never heard of. One of them I'm familiar with the anime. Another one I'm just familiar with the franchise. And then the other two, okay, whatever. But exactly. fighting, best fighting game for the best game design primarily around head-to-head combat. Um, the nominees are DNF Duel. Never even heard of it. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R. It's an anime. That's all I know. <laughs> I know you love it. <laughs> I know yeah. you love the anime. The King of Fighters uh, 15. Didn't even know that came out. I know the franchise, but never was is Kingdom is King of Fighters a thing that Ron liked. Yeah, 
Okay. Yep. Maybe that's why I, it's, I'm familiar with it. Exactly. Um, yeah. multi, multiverses and then Sifu. Um, three of these don't care anything about, didn't really yep. know they existed. <laughs> um, I think <laughs> I want Sifu to win this just because uh. Sifu is so unique. One, yep. that it's not a multiplayer game because all of these are multiplayer pretty much. Um, exactly. But I think Multiverses is the one that's going to win in this because it is a brawler, because it, there is Ooh. a strong community behind it. Yeah. Um, I think Multiverses will win. But I want Sifu to win. I want Sifu mm. to win. You, you just upset the entire fighting Evo community. I don't fucking with care. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> you think I give so, a shit? Yeah, so I think I know about all of these games except for the DNF Duel, mm -hmm. but I have a feeling, I feel like I might have seen someone play DNF Duel. Um, it has a cool animation style. And the yeah, I, style I will say, yeah, like the when I did do minimal research to like go, yeah. okay, I, I want to know something at least. Exactly. Yeah, the animation it looks, looks awesome. JoJo's Bizarre really Adventure cool. did not look that great, though. No, it didn't. It kind of <laughs> looked like an old Dragon Ball Z game. That's what, I, yes, it looked like, yes, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, as much as I love the anime, it didn't look that great to me, and I really yeah. didn't hear anybody talk about it. So, yeah. but um, what I I think what I want to win, oh, this is tough. Um, I think I want seafood to win, mm -hmm. but I think what I have a feeling, I actually think, yeah, no, no, actually, I'm gonna agree. I think multiverse is gonna win, but I think, hold on, oh, do I want? Do I think they're gonna win? I kind of part of me tells me the King of Fighters might win. Um, but I think Multiverse is going to pull it out because of its popularity. Um, and the other ones are more niche to the fighting community. And so I don't think it's going to yeah. get out there as much, personally. Yeah, I think Multiverse just has a mass more of, more of mass appeal because it's a brawler. And then there's, you know, you have your familiar characters that pretty much everybody in the world pretty much knows that, that goes beyond just like the fighting category. You know what I mean? So I meant to have so Street Fighter Nine hasn't come out yet, has it? No, it comes out next year. Oh, okay. No yeah. wonder. I was like, "Where's yeah. Street Fighter?" I think it's like in beta, or they've been doing uh, betas, but like no official release or anything. Yeah. So, um, next up is best role playing. Oh, <laughs> ah, best role playing game <laughs> for the best game designed with rich player character customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experiences. The nominees. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have guessed? Elden Ring, Live Live, <laughs> Pokemon Legends Arceus, Triangle Strategy, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. So, three of these games have no snowball way and chance in hell. I don't think, technically, I think four of them have no snowball chance yeah, in hell. <laughs> but what I want to win because I just want to say, fuck you to Elden Ring. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. People uh, fucking love Xenoblade Chronicles 3. It has rave reviews. Apparently, it's amazing. I'm not. I'm probably never going to play it myself. But because yeah. I don't fucking like Elden Ring. Fuck you, Elden Ring. I want Xenoblade Chronicles to win. What I think is going to win is going to be Elden Ring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I agree with you um, that I think what will win is Elden Ring. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And, you know, it, I don't hate Elden Ring, but I also don't have love for it just because it's not my type of game. And, yeah. you know, I don't have fun with it. But it's cool to watch other people play that are great at it. Now, what I want to win to upset everyone in this category is Pokemon Legends Arce Arceus, Arceus or whatever. Yeah. I want them to win, even though I don't think they're going to win. Yeah. But there's no I just think this is one of the there's categories. No I think, yeah, there's no way. Um, I just think that Elden Ring is just going to take this because it's just yeah. when comparing it to the others. 
I there's two that I actually don't have no idea of what they actually are. Live a uh, live a live or uh-huh. live alive. Live alive. Um, triangle. Yeah. In triangle strategy, I've never heard of them. Um, um, so live a live. Um, live alive. Live a live. Something like that. Um, it has. It's a game that came out years ago. I want to say. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this is like basically like a remaster ish thing, uh, but it has like. It has like 11, 12 different stories or something like that that like intertwine and you can play them in any order, but they have like 12 different like mini stories that take like two to three hours to beat. Um, It's a Japanese RPG. I heard great things about it, but even though I heard great things about it, I don't think it's going to come close to Elden Ring. Uh, Triangle Strategy is the is from the same folks that did. um, Hold on, I'm going to look this up real quick. Triangle Strategy, they also did the, uh, do, 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 do. sorry, I'm double checking that they are the same folks that did the game that I'm thinking about. Sorry, I know this is vague and I'm being stupid here. I'm just double checking. You're good. Nice. Oh, no, they didn't do the game that I was thinking about. Maybe Live Live was. Huh. Because I'm not seeing it. All right. Well, I clearly don't know what I'm talking about anymore. So, <laughs> um, anyways, Triangle Strategy, I also heard good things about too. But again, I don't think it comes close to like the level of Elden Ring. And honestly, like the level of love that Xenoblade Chronicles 3 has. Um, I just don't think any of these games come close to the love of either of those games. And then I don't think any of these games come to the quality of Elden Ring gonna be honest yeah. again i just want xenobred chronicles to win three because i don't like elden ring so <laughs> that's me i'm bitter and angry <laughs> you're good you're good that's hilarious. i'm a bitter angry person uh so we're gonna lock that in xenoblade chronicles wins it all you know <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't so elden ring is gonna win this category hands down so yeah uh, I don't think there's any debate about that. Um, next up, best action slash adventure. There's a game in this category that I have fucking a problem with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> best action slash adventure. For the best action adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving, I guess it fulfills that uh, part. But the <laughs> games in this category are Plague Tale Requiem. Yay. Uh, God of War <laughs> Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden Rest, Stray. Huh. It doesn't deserve to be in this category. I'm going to say that right now. Stray does not deserve to be in this category. Uh, And then Tunic. Um, Mm. So what I want to win, Mm. a Plague Tale Requiem. Because right now, I'm going to say this, it is my number one game of the year. Um, Whoa. It's a double A game that feels like a triple A game. But it has it what? But it gets held back because it has that double A jank that there's yeah. a lot of bugs. It's not you know it's not the best voice acting. The voice acting is great. It's not the best. Um, gotcha. There's just mechanically there's a lot of stuff that holds it back because it's a double A title, especially when you compare it to God of War or Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't have that extra polish that it needs to really make it elevate it to that next level but plague tale requiem is an amazing game it's my game of the year so far so i just revealed i have a strong bias towards (laughs) plague tale requiem but um that's the game that i want to win what i think is going to win is god of war ragnarok i I think hands down recent recency bias um 
recency bias and just like the love that god of war has i think yeah. hands down is going to win this uh horizon forbidden west a fantastic game though tunic a fantastic game i don't think straight deserves to be in this category at all but whatever yeah. am i it's, peaking because like i keep i keep going into the red on the meters uh i'm not too sure i, I mean you sound fine to me okay hopefully it sounds good on the on the stream too because nice. yeah it keeps going into the red and it's like freaking me the fuck out so no <laughs> So we'll find so, out. We'll find out when we when you go to make it for oh, the. Oh yeah. The, so here's yes. the thing. I think they're blinded once again by the orange cat. Mm -hmm. um, but the orange cat cannot take down Kratos and Atreus. Um, because I think God of War Ragnarok is going to win. Mm -hmm. um, I loved a Plague Tale Innocence. Um, at first, it, I was like, am I really going to like this game? And then as you played on, I had a blast with it. I'm like, this is really fun. I like mm. this. But I think Kratos's axe is just too strong <laughs> in this category. Yeah, He's going to chop through everybody. Um, 100%. And I think, yeah. And um, and I played the recently played the 2018 God of War and had a blast. I, lo I loved it. I loved the little gameplay loop of it. Just, you know, mm. fighting and just going through and everything. And then... I've heard a lot of great things of Ragnarok. I haven't played it. I'll play it eventually. But um, I just think that it's going to take this category. Yeah. I agree. I don't think Shrey should have been in this category. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it should not. It should not have been in there. It, either way, it doesn't matter because God of War wins. So. Yep. God of War wins. Okay, this is freaking me out. I, I don't know what's going on. Because <laughs> it just it keeps going into the red and it's like freaking me uh. out. Hopefully... You're going to have to, well, hopefully it's not ruining like the quality of the stream and stuff. Oh, but, gotcha. Because it's on, it's, it might just be OBS side freaking out. So anyways. I'll double check. Yeah. Um, anyways, um, I will say Horizon Zero Dawn, it gets the short end of the stick again this year. Yeah. Back in, back when uh, our Horizon Forbidden West this year gets the short end of the stick. Horizon Zero Dawn, when it came out, uh, you know, when it first came out, came out the same year that Breath of the Wild came out. And so <laughs> Breath of the Wild yeah. obviously took away like the action and adventure categories and stuff like that. So it's like, man, <laughs> Horizon just can't get a catch a break, you know? <laughs> I want it to. Like, it's a good game. It's just it doesn't hold a, a stick to, to Kratos. Similar to all yeah. the other games, they don't really hold a stick. I want Requiem to win, but I know it's not going to. It's a pipe dream for me. It's a pipe dream. Anyways, best action game. For the best game in the action genre focused primarily on combat, the nominees are Bayonetta 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Neon White, Sifu, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. This category is another category that I absolutely don't give two flying shits about. But what I think is going to win, because there's so much love for it, Bayonetta 3. I think it's going to win because there's so much love for it. Everybody that I've seen talking about it absolutely adores the game. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the only negative that I've heard about it is that the ending is kind of not good. <laughs> um, I, I have heard that, so I don't know if that's going to be enough to take away from Bayonetta. Um, yeah. I've I've enjoyed the past Bayonetta games because it's like Devil May Cry-ish type games, you know, that like yeah. mindless kind of combat you know make combos type things and exactly. get that modifier up 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 um but i've heard good things about bayonetta 3 i'll play it eventually maybe probably probably not because it's i don't 
it's and it's a Switch exclusive, and the only thing I play on Switch is Pokemon. So probably yeah. will never pick up Bayonetta, but <laughs> I I did enjoy the first Bayonetta, and I remember playing the second one. So, um, but I think Bayonetta three will win. Uh, wouldn't be upset if Sifu wins. So I guess I'm gonna say I want Sifu to win again. Just give yeah. more love to Sifu. I I here's the thing: like if if it doesn't win this category, it should win fighting. If it doesn't win fighting, it should win this category. I think Sifu needs yeah. to win something because I think it does something really unique and something incredible. Yeah. So I, I really do hope that Sifu walks away with with an award, whether it's this category or the fighting game category. So Definitely. Um, I agree with you. Oh, first, you, you sound good. Everything sounds good on the stream. Okay, um, awesome. Um, I will say that what I think we're going to kind of chime in, chiming in on um, everything you just said. I do think Bayonetta 3 will win just because... The combat is very Devil May Cry ish. It looks cool. It's very flashy. Um, the design She's hot. Cool. She's hot. She's know? hot. Exactly. <laughs> Who doesn't like that? Um, but I would, what I would want to win is seafood. Like you said, just to kind of go on. Um, same thing that you said that it just, it is something different when compared to these other games. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I just have, I think Bayonetta is just going to pull it out just because of how cool it looked. And yeah, and I think seafood just might miss out on this one. Yeah. I mean, it's possible Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two wins, but also again, it's uh, just I've I it's the campaign's good apparently, or no, the campaign is just okay, is from what I hear. The gameplay is fun, the campaign's fine, but I mean, I don't know. I don't think Teenage Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles feels like a weird one to put in this category. It it really does, yeah. And then Neon White makes sense, but I think Neon White is so niche because it's a graphic, it's a, a visual novel slash like the. You you're running your speed. You're essentially they encourage speed running because you're speed running fast through these courses, through these things. Kill as many things, kill these things quickly, and get out. Exactly type of thing. So it's like I don't think there's. I think it's too niche of a a game to win this category. So, but yeah, but Neon White also a good game, very good game. So anything if anything be call of duty i don't care (laughs) um we're skipping best vr we're skipping innovation and accessibility best community support uh best community support sponsored by discord (laughs) we're not sponsored by discord this award we are not uh we're sponsored by nobody Uh, (laughs) recognizing best community support recognizing game for outstanding community support transparency and responsiveness including of social media activity and game updates slash patches um so the nominees are apex legends destiny 2 final fantasy 14 fortnite and no man's sky uh no man's sky won this last year i believe Oh. won this category and the, i think this is pretty much all the same people that were nominated last oh, year if I'm, if I'm remembering like fortnite's been nominated every year i believe apex legends and i know no man's sky um i think destiny and final fantasy were also there um i like honestly it wouldn't surprise me at all if no man's sky wins again just because of like how many updates no man's sky constantly puts out it's like every like three months or so they have a big update and they're constantly crazy. it's kind of crazy how much like hello games has turned no man's sky around compared <laughs> exactly. to what it was when it came out launched in 2016 right and like yeah. it, it came out to like this game is bad and now people yep. talk about this game with love and adoration like they're just like this game is amazing you need to go play it and i agree no man's sky i love playing it i go back and play it every now and then uh especially when they have the big updates just because i want to experience it and stuff um so yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if no man's sky wins 
I think what's going to, I think the big thing for this year is actually uh-huh. Fortnite. And I think it's uh-huh. because of the no build mode. No build oh, mode. Yeah. I think that was huge for Fortnite. In yeah. my opinion, in my opinion, somebody that is not active in the community, outsider looking in, I just saw so many people talking about no build mode with Fortnite that I think it, that I think that is what's going to be the thing that brings Fortnite regard like and then of course Fortnite does its normal like you know every community things that they do where they have concerts and all that crap inside. Yeah. I haven't quite heard that this year, but I'm sure they probably did something. But exactly. Um, no, I, I agree with all of these because um, I do hear about Apex Legends always having a patch and they're just always kind oh, really? updating. And, yeah, that's I've like what I hear all the time. I've never heard um, anything about <laughs> Apex Legends, so um, different circles. <laughs> exactly. And then, of course, Fortnite is always Fortnite. There's always yeah. something going on. There's always something new. Um, same thing with No Man's Sky. There's always new things that they're bringing into the game. Um, I don't really hear too much about Destiny or Final Fantasy as much. I mean, um, but maybe it's just because I'm not in the communities as well. Yeah, they both um, had expansion packs come out earlier this year, and I know for okay. a while Final Fantasy had to like put a hold on like people coming into their servers because uh, so many people were trying to play the expansion pack and stuff like that. And then Destiny had I can't remember the dynamic expansion pack that came out at yeah. the beginning of the year. Something. Uh, no, I, I'm not even going to try because I'm probably going to say completely <laughs> wrong. But they had one come out like around like Elden Ring and stuff. So because uh, I remember I, think, I remember seeing stuff about that. Uh, but yeah. Oh, nice. So I what I so here's my thing. I, what I think will win. I actually think it will be Fortnite because mm-hmm. of that no build mode. It mm-hmm. just yeah. It it actually almost feels like it gave new life, even though it was still like lively and stuff. It just gave a whole new different section of people who maybe are like. Don't want to get overwhelmed with like I don't know how to with build fast. Build, yeah. There's people who know how to build like crazy. Like, oh my fast god, dude! Just, I, that's the one thing that always prevented me about no, uh, Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, it was like you, you, the, 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 you're building these things in like two seconds. Like you're suddenly like 20 feet in the air. What the fuck happened? I don't understand exactly. this. How did so you do this? Think, <laughs> exactly. And so I think that changed a lot, and it yeah. just like made people want to play. Like oh, finally they have something where I don't feel as much pressure, and it kind of yeah. just reminds you of like the way that call of duty or maybe like a halo is where you're just going in and you're just trying to survive be the last one standing yeah um what i I want to win to be honest it's not really a lot that i want to win but if i had to give it to someone it'd be no man's sky just because it's such a cool game um and i love the uh, everything that they've brought into it um but what i i have a feeling that i think fortnite's gonna win yeah i agree i think no man's sky is also just the most ambitious out of all these games like final fantasy is just a mmo destiny 2 is a fantastic game. Bungie has the gameplay down pat. I, I will always say that about Destiny 2. It's just the grind for it is horrible. I hate the grind for Destiny. <laughs> um, and then Apex Legends, I'm not into Battle Royales, which you know also applies to Fortnite. But yeah. Exactly. But yeah, I think Fortnite, I think because of build mode, I think that elevates it this oh, year yeah. in, in a good way because I think it is sorely needed. So. Oh, yeah. Um, so best mobile game. Oh and boy. I don't even think this is a competition. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, best mobile game for the best game game playable on a mobile device. We have Apex Legends Mobile, Diablo Immortal, which I'm surprised I even got nominated because of how <laughs> many people absolutely hated this Diablo. Yeah. I guess they hated it because of the microtransactions, but uh, yeah. Genshin Impact, Marvel Snap, Towers of Fantasy. Um, what I want to win, what I think is going to win... 
are the same thing. It's Marvel Snap, right? It's Marvel Snap. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's like I anything agree. else. <laughs> it's I, I completely agree with you because one, I don't hear anybody else talking about any of the other games at all. But right? I constantly see people talk about Marvel Snap, and when you play it, you see why they talk about it. Um, it's, it's a just, simple game simple that game, has yeah. that it's fairly deep. You know, it's exactly it's it's able to get you in. It teaches you everything that you need to know fairly quickly. And then beyond that, it's how much time you want to invest and how much you want to perfect your deck building and all of that. So, yeah, it's it, it has just a, a satisfying gameplay loop. It has a satisfying just mechanics to it. I'm going to leave it in your hands now. Sorry, I interrupted you. Oh, no, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> I was going to say that I agree with you 100 percent. It's just easy to play. It's easy to pick up. Literally, like. I remember, I think we talked about it on a previous episode where Marvel Snap, within the first three days, they already made a couple million, like, yeah. just off the of first it. It was, week. It was, like, first week, insane. yeah. It, it was, it's so crazy. And, like, I have, like I said, with the other games, with respect to them, I just, nobody talks about it. Nobody, I haven't heard anything, not a whisper, not nothing from the other games. Yeah. Um, and um, Marvel Snap is just, like, everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. Like, and again, Diablo Immortal, there was so much controversy when it came out. Like, people going, Yeah, you have to pay a crap ton of money exactly. to even be relevant in any way. Genshin Impact is honestly not even a thing I associate with mobile. Like, because so, anytime I see people play it, it's always on like a PC or a console or something. It's, I've never, mm. I've never heard of anybody just playing it on their phone or tablet, but I guess it, it's popular enough to play on a tablet. But even then, I feel like the Genshin Impact popularity has kind of dwindled because yeah. i feel like it was super popular last year right like everybody was playing it last year right yeah. um and then i've never even heard of towers of fantasy i think yeah, i've yeah. seen ads for it but like yeah i've i'm assuming i'm assuming it's a tower fantasy or tower uh tower defense game <laughs> yeah, yeah tower defense uh maybe she has a booty on her anyways <laughs> that's inappropriate i shouldn't say that <laughs> <laughs> for for uh, audio listeners, uh, the the character that is on the artwork, her back is turned and you can see your booty. So there yeah. you go. <laughs> that's how they get you in. <laughs> yeah. So I'm assuming that's one of those games where it's like, come look at the pretty, pretty character <laughs> animations. Hopefully exactly. there's some hot dudes with some big old dumpsters, too. <laughs> All right. So Marvel Snap, hands down. I don't think there's I any think competition so. there. Um, yeah. Now, best indie game. Ooh. Best indie for outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher system. The category is fucking stacked with it another is. game that doesn't deserve to be here. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. It actually does deserve to be here. Yeah. Uh, but this this is a fantastic category. It is, uh, yeah. Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, Stray, Tunic. Honestly, you can't go wrong with any one of these. I mean, maybe yep. Stray, but <laughs> you can't go wrong with any of these. Um, what I want to win is Cult of the Lamb. I think Cult of the Lamb is brilliant. It's an amazing game. I yep. I think it's out of th these, it became my favorite game. Um, it's it's my runner up for game of the year on my personal list right now because yep. I just loved Cult of the Lamb. God, the gameplay loop is so fucking fun for that game. Oh, creating yeah, your definitely. little, creating your cult, going in the dungeon diving. Like, oh, I just loved everything about it because it's like, it's a perfect mix of dungeon diving and, um, and harvest, uh, not harvest mood, but Animal Crossing. Sorry, I'm gonna, definitely. I'm muting again. Oh, you're good, you're good. So, 
what I would say, so this is like, man, this is this is a really all-out brawl in indie games, just because these are all great games. Um, I'm gonna say, I out of all these games, I fell in love with the most Cult of the Lamb. That's what I want to win. And I'm not gonna lie to you, I have a feeling I think it will win, just oh. because. Yeah, I think it will win. I'm sorry, Orange Cat. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, even though, as and also, as much as I enjoyed Tunic, I just love the gameplay loop of Cult of the Lamb. It's so much fun. The art style is amazing. It's yeah. great. Um, and it's, it's just fun to play. It's My favorite thing about Cult of the Lamb, which I think it was better than, even though none of the other ones did this, was that just building your cult was so much fun. Yeah. And it's like make sure everybody's good or depending if you want to be a benevolent uh, cult leader or if you want to be a tyrant and you want, you know, to just be evil. Um, and yeah, so I, I want that to win and I think it will win. I think it, it did great. Yeah, I, I, man. Oh, boy. I think I think Stray's going to win it because, again, oh, people are blinded no, by the orange, the orange cat. But like, yeah, I want Cult of the Lamb to win just because like. The stories, like your the stories that I've heard from like and seen of people, just how they talk about the game and like the way they treat their cult. Like, I had a I had two playthroughs going at one time where uh-huh. I was being nice, I was building a family. We were family. <laughs> Everything was good. Yeah. And then I had my tyrant one where I was like, "You guys are gonna eat poop. You guys are gonna <laughs> eat each other." It's like, <laughs> Oh my so God, like I was like life. I was being an asshole. <laughs> so yeah, like, exactly. and, and the, like and just hearing like the ways different people played and stuff. And I don't know, Cult of the Lamb was just something special. And I think oh yeah, I think what makes Cult of the Lamb stand out here too is that this is the only category it's not nominated for. Yeah, which is a shame because I think it like deserves to be in a conversation for multiple games. Exactly. I guess, I, I guess not. I don't know. Anyways, Cult of the Lamb, I wanted to win. I think Stray will win because people are blinded by the fucking cat. So, oh yeah. Um, also, I want to apologize to everybody that my dog keeps barking and everything. I immensely apologize. I'm sorry that happens. I need to figure out what I can do with my dog beyond oh, just dog killing good. it. No, I'm not going to kill my oh, dog. My <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to do that. Uh, best ongoing game. This is just like the other category. <laughs> minus, minus, uh, minus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no Man's Sky. Uh, best ongoing awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. Maybe this is what um, No Man's Sky won last year. Maybe it was oh, this. Okay. Maybe it was this. Uh, but Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, uh, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. I think, again, Fortnite will probably... I think probably. Fortnite will win, and I... I don't care if it wins, but I guess I want exactly. it to win. <laughs> I, I agree 100%. I think Fortnite's going to win this. Um, I don't really play any of these, but I have a feeling I think just... It, like I said, I haven't heard anybody talk about any of the other games. Um, yeah. And uh, Fortnite's just been... Ever since No Build Mode, they've been knocking it out. Yep. So, all right. Moving on from there. Um, going on for Games for Impact. Um, so, this is an interesting category because a lot of these are... Um, I don't. I don't know if you've actually. You probably haven't played most of these games, uh, but yeah. games for impact for a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. Uh, for the category, we have a memoir, Blue, As Dusk Falls. We did play that. Citizen Sleeper, Endling Extinction is over. Hindsight, I was a teenage exo colonist. Um, I have played four of these games. Okay. Uh, I played a memoir, Blue. It's fine. It's 
It's uh it is a fine game. Yeah. It does nothing really special or exciting. Uh-huh. Um as Dusk Falls. I adored. I loved. Yeah. Great uh, game. Citizen Sleeper, fantastic RPG. Um didn't play in Inling. Extinction is forever. Our hindsight, I heard hindsight's not that great. Um, so I'm Oops. surprised by that. And then I was a teenage exocolonist is the game that I want to win and the game that I think will win. Whoa. It's really freaking good. Is it? I highly recommend playing it. Yeah. I like as much, the title. It sounds like. Yeah. As much as I love As Dusk Falls, I think I was a teenage exocolonist is leaps and bounds better. Just like our nice. art style um, story, the narrative for it is really good. And that's nice. saying a lot because As Dusk Falls has a really good narrative. So Very true. Um, I like that title of that. I was a teenage exocolonist <laughs> just because it sounds like an anime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, guess what? Okay. <laughs> it's I'm actually going to go the opposite way. Even though I've really only played one of these games, um, I have seen is the... I can't remember. Is it the uh, A Memoir Blue? What is that game about? Uh, so it's about um, this... I want to say it's a daughter reflecting on her life with her mother and stuff. Um, ah, it's been okay. a while since I played it. Gotcha. Let, me, let me look up the actual like plot for you real quick. While you look that up, I'm going to tell you that I think what I want to win is the Asdux Falls because we both played mm-hmm. that, had lots of fun with it. Um, and it was just a great game overall. Um, I might not be suited enough to answer the, uh, for this category, yeah. but I I just enjoyed Asdux Falls so much. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Memoir Blue is uh, about a uh, 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 girls reflecting on her life, um, yeah. f- pretty much with about her mother and also her career as a swimmer. So, gotcha. um, but yeah, um, again, memoir blue was fine. It honestly, it was short and it was fine. That's all I can really yeah. say. But yeah, as a teenage exocolonist <laughs> was the one that is the standout for me. And that's saying a lot. Cause I liked us thus falls a lot. Yep. All right. Um, where we at? Uh, best performance. Whoa. Whew. Best performance awarded to an individual for voice over acting motion and our performance capture. This is a really like every single one of these people absolutely deserves. They should just yep. give it to everybody. <laughs> like everybody, you um, all share it. <laughs> so we got Horizon Forbidden West for Ashley Birch, a Plague Tale Requiem for um, Charlotte McBurney. Uh, she is Amicia. Uh, God Amicia. of War Ragnarok. Christopher Judge, who oh, is Kratos. Kratos, Immortality, um, oh, man. man engaged. She was the she was she the was actress. the yeah she was the actress uh, whose name is escaping me right now. Uh, <laughs> what was her name? I forgot her name. I'll look it up. Yeah, and then God of War Ragnarok again for Sunny Soljic, who is Atreus. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I think every single one of these people absolutely deserve to win. Uh, they're all fantastic in their in. Um, in the roles, I think again, recency bias is going to probably put God of War Ragnarok um, above. Um, I think Christopher Judge, the last time he was nominated, so Christopher Judge w- was nominated in 2018. Um, he was nominated for this category in 2018. He did not win, however. Uh, that victory went to Red Dead Redemption for uh, what's his name? Arthur Morgan. Yeah, Arthur Morgan. Wow. Uh, Arthur Morgan won it, the voice actor and won that for that so i think this year it wouldn't surprise i think i think one i think it is deserved for christopher judge you know yeah he deserves to win because yeah i mean his he's knockout performance of kratos and everything um so i think i i would say he's gonna win um i want 
men engaged to win for immortality. Because um, I absolutely. Marissa Marcel. Marissa Marcel. Yeah, I hey. love. I loved her. She was incredible. Yep. Um, immortality is just an incredible game too. Um, so yeah, I want immortality to win. I think, but I also you know I think any one of these people deserve yeah. this. Like they all okay. like inc- incredible form performances across the board. So like there yeah. there's no wrong choice here at all. So exactly, I agree. Um, man, all these all these actors put on like great performances in each game um man what i want to win and what i think will win will be christopher judge for kratos yeah um, just because man i don't know oof, i don't know what it is he, he's so great like he is to me like he's so iconic like yeah that's like his when you think of him you're gonna think of kratos always yeah um and if, like I said, everyone else, um, Man Engage, she did an amazing job as Marissa Marcel in Immortality. Mm-hmm. Um, even Sonny for Atreus, great. Charlotte McBurney for um, Amicia, great. Mm-hmm. Ashley Birch uh, for Horizon. For, for Aloy. Great. For Aloy. Great. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I have a feeling, I think that it's Christopher Judge's year. I think yeah. he will get it. Um, I also wouldn't be surprised if Man Engage got it. But I yeah. have a feeling, I think that Christopher yeah. Judge will get it. I agree. I think it's going to be Christopher Judge. I think. I think just because, like, the well, you know what? We don't have to get into it. <laughs> but yeah. I think there's a lot holding immortality back, just in terms of yeah, its appeal and stuff. So exactly, but yeah. I think God of War Ragnarok, though, Christopher Judge, he's going to get it. Oh yeah, I want immortality because I love immortality. But yeah, <laughs> but there's no wrong answers in this category. Everyone, every single one of them, absolutely deserves to win. So very true. They just need to give it to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody gets uh, their own award. Yeah. Uh, so best audio design. Um, for best audio design, recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design. And for this category, we have Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Gran Turismo 7, and Horizon Forbidden West. I don't know why I said West like that, but West. Um, this category is actually... <sighs> This is the one category I don't think Elden Ring should even come close to winning, uh, especially compared to Call of Duty. Call of Duty always has amazing sound design. Like, hands exactly. down, Call of Duty. W- no matter your feelings about anything else about Call of Duty, the sound design is fucking impeccable with Call of Duty. Yep. With how they use the guns, with how they um, pace out like the music and stuff when you are in your missions or anything like that. It's just Call of Duty has impeccable sound design. God of War Ragnarok fantastic across the board gran turismo i don't really know too much about gran turismo but i'm assuming it sounds like cars <laughs> right? i'm assuming and then horizon forbidden rest i think is also really um really stands out a lot with the sound design too when you're navigating the world the the sound of the like you know robot dinosaurs and stuff and the robot creatures and just the way it all sounds when you are fighting them so um elden ring though i don't think elden ring does anything special audio design wise in my opinion, um, I think this is the one category that Elden Ring shouldn't shouldn't walk away with. Um, yeah, but we'll see what happens. Um, what I think is going to win, I think uh, I think God of War again. Recently biased, I think just the love of God of War. Um, what mm-hmm. I want to win, God of War. <laughs> <laughs> Like again, even though um, I think Call of, I mean, probably Call of Duty will win. I think if there's a category that Call of Duty will win, it's going to be this one. I don't think it, I don't think it'll win any other categories that it's in. But yeah, 
Um, I agree. I think I agree to a certain extent. I want God of War to win um, because um, remembering just um, the God of War 2018 is great sound design, great everything. But I think actually Call of Duty will win. I think yeah. this is the only one they're going to take home. <laughs> yeah, just probably, because, probably. Yeah. <laughs> just because of I, I'm pretty sure sound design is like man, it's so much that goes into it. Not that these other games don't have a lot that go into them. Yeah. But I think the attention to detail um, that Call of Duty gives, yeah. I think, will 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 let them take it over even though i want god of war to win i don't yeah. i think this is the one that one of the ones they won't win yeah like call of duty takes its times like each gun sounds different when you shoot different. it each Everything. gun just like when you reload the way yeah. the way you're running and every it's just like every single thing and like you know the the distance and the as you get closer to the gunshots like it it's just everything about it it just works and that's the one thing i've always appreciated about call of duty going all the way back to you know to the xbox days of call of duty that's always been a thing for call of duty so yeah exactly but i think god of war i want it to win and i think it's gonna win but uh, just because of the love for it but it also yeah. wouldn't surprise me at all if call of duty because again this is the only mm -hmm. category i think it has a snowball's chance of winning but yeah but yeah this is also i i don't know why elden ring is nominated for this <laughs> i don't know why elden ring is nominated for anything i'm just gonna hate on elden ring <laughs> if people have made it this far they are probably pissed off at me uh best right, scores i hate elden ring <laughs> you would be right uh best score <laughs> and music is our next category best score and music for outstanding music inclusive of score original sunk and our licensed soundtrack so for this we have a plague tale requiem elden ring god of war ragnarok metal hellsinger xenoblade xenoblade chronicles 3 the music for Elden Ring has never stood out to me. It goes back to this audio design too. It does not really stand out to me. Nothing about those elements. Like, regardless of everything else about Elden Ring, those are the things that never stood out to me at all when I played when I was playing Elden Ring. So I, I honestly couldn't tell you any kind of musical number for Elden Ring. So I don't even. I don't think this has any. I don't think it has a chance. Again, I think this is a category that Elden Ring probably won't win, but maybe it will. Um, Metal Hellsinger is nothing but music, but what holds it back is the fact that it's a very specific type of music that uh, I don't think resonates with a lot of people because it's it's metal, you know, it's metal, metal. Yeah. So like, yeah, I mean, if you don't like metal headbanging music, I don't think metal, metal Hellsinger resonates with you at all in any way, shape, or form. Um, yeah. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, it the music is just like any other JRPG out there in terms of like you know like dragon quest final fantasy it all they all hit kind of like the same kind of beats when it comes to that when you think japanese rpg there's a very specific musical style i think at least in my head when i think of it i think persona is one of those ones that transcends it i don't think xenoblade chronicles makes itself stands out not that it's not beautiful it is yeah but i don't think it like anything musically does anything special uh god of war is God of War? <laughs> it's it's great. It it captures the mood, and I exactly. will say that about Plague Tale Requiem. It captures the mood. Exactly. Um, yeah, man. This I think this is hard for me to choose because I could say that. Yeah. I think God of War was going to win. I want Plague Tale to win, but I, I could see I could see Xenoblade Chronicles winning as well. Yeah. So. I'm gonna go with um, I definitely understand because when I remember playing um, Innocence, music was great, fit yeah. the mood. It just pushed along. Same thing with God of War. Um, what I'm going to say is that 
I actually want God of War to win it, and I think it will win it. You I think it will. Um, yeah. But I would not be surprised, actually, if there was a surprise and Plague Tale pulled it out. Yeah. Tale needs to win something. <laughs> That's they all I do. can say. So maybe it will be, maybe it is going to be this category. Maybe it will be the outstanding music. Oh, yeah. But Plague Tale Requiem needs to win something. Damn it. Damn it. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Best Art Direction is next. Doop, 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 doop. Oh, boy. For this, we have Best Art Direction. We have for Outstanding creative and our technical achievement in artistic design and animation for this category we have elden ring we have god of war ragnarok we have horizon forbidden west we have scorn and then we have stray i know i was like stray go the fuck away <laughs> just go away stray i hate you i hate you more than i hate elden ring right now just go away stop showing up you stupid cat god i will oh say that our design for stray is actually pretty good i actually do yeah. like the design i don't think it's going to win this category at all yeah. Because even like even though Stray has a good design, I don't think it holds a candle to Scorn. I don't think it holds a candle to Elden Ring. I don't think yeah. it holds a candle to God of War Ragnarok or Horizon Forbidden West. I just art design for the other four games are just in a league yeah. of its in leagues of their own. You know, yeah. <laughs> like um, see, this category, man. It's it's this is the one time that I think. And this is not my choice for okay. either being a preference or wanting what I think is going to win or wanting to win. But I think uh, this could be the category that Scorn wins <laughs> because it has such a distinct art style yes. to it. That is that is the most memorable out of all of these, I would say. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and because that's all Scorn is. I'm going to be honest. That yeah. that is all Scorn is. <laughs> the big art project. It's it's something. It's it. <laughs> Technically, it's a game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's my review of that game. Uh, I did not enjoy Scorn, uh, but I think like art visually, I think artistically, I think Scorn is the one that stands out the most. I don't think it's going to win this category in any way. I think it probably should. Yeah, but it's not the one I want to win, and it's not the one that I think is going to win. Um, okay. This is the one time I'm going to say this. Oh boy. I want Horizon Forbidden West to win. <laughs> you thought I was going with Elder, and you did, you. Yeah, I thought. I was like, is he going to turn? <laughs> no, I think I think Horizon Forbidden West has some of the best, like, just cool, coolest, like, style for, like, the different cultures that it's portraying. Because, um, like, there are, like, different groups of people that have different, very distinct styles of clothing and the way they use their armor. The look of the, the robot dinosaurs, the new ones they introduce, and then the new style that gets introduced that's very sci-fi compared to... Uh, Aloy and her group. Um, so I think Horizon Forbid Forbidden West just looks awesome. What I think is going to win, I think, because this is the one thing I will say, Elden Ring has impeccable design uh, when it comes to art, art design. I think Elden Ring is going to win this category. I think God of War, what holds God of War Ragnarok back from this is that it's pretty much the same as... Yeah as 2018 and for the most part horizon forbidden west is also pretty much the same as horizon for um zero dawn so i think elden ring is the one that does more in in like is like just artistically visually distinct granted yeah. i think scorn's also visually distinct but i don't think scorn has any sort of I don't think Scorn resonates in any significant way with anybody. I'm surprised it's even yeah. on here. So, exactly. and then Stray shouldn't yeah. even be on here, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Go away, you fucking cat. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I agree. Like, 
funny enough, um, I agree with you on what you said about God of War. It's, you know, it's it's not as memorable as when, like, you kind of think of Elden Ring for what it has with the art direction. Like, yeah. the bosses, just the detail, just, like, mm-hmm. just the art of it is, like, crazy, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to say that I, I what I want and what I think will win will be Elden Ring. This is the one I think they're going to take. Um, yeah. Whereas, like you said, Scorn is just, like, it's it's crazy like the design of it it that's the first thing that caught me but when comparing it to the rest of these games i do not think it can hang with elden ring and i think elden ring will take this one yeah you don't want to give it to the cat no the cat's already won uh, you know one of these <laughs> other categories let yeah. let you know the cat the cat's just there because it's a cat no yeah. <laughs> cat's there because it's a cat it's i will say it's a well-designed cat it is a well looks, looks cat. like my cat where he's at. I don't know where he's at. He's somewhere. <laughs> uh, but best narrative. Oh boy. I have a lot to say about this category too. There's um there's been I've been seeing a lot of people uh debate about what it means to world build versus narrative. Um I have yeah. a strong opinion about this because I went to school for that. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but best narrative for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. Um so we have a Plague Tale Requiem. Yep. We have Elden Ring. We have God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, and Immortality. Wow. In terms of narrative, and see, this is where things get complicated because people are arguing that argue that, oh, no, world building is part of the narrative. And for me, I don't agree with that statement at all. And so I would take Elden Ring out of this because Elden Ring does not have any any way, shape, or form good storytelling. It just doesn't. Nobody can convince me otherwise. I don't consider its world building part of the narrative at all. There's just nothing about Elden Ring that stands out to me in terms of storytelling and in terms of narrative. There's just nobody to like, there's no characters to attach yourself to. I don't give a shit about anything that's happening in the world. And again, (laughs) this is my singular experience with this. I know people debate about this because they love Elden Ring, but like I do not consider any of the world building a na- part of the narrative and narrative, so like i yeah. don't think in my opinion elden ring should not be in this category at all but whatever i'm an idiot i don't fucking know what i'm talking about um with that said um god of war ragnarok has an amazing story yeah for horizon for baron west has an okay story yeah. i'm glad i got a mention here plague tale requiem has a really good story as well the game that i want to win though is immortality I, I think knew you were going to say that. Immortality deserves this category more than really? any of the other, wow. more than any of these other games because that's mm-hmm. all immortality is is the narrative. Yeah, it really is, yeah. Like when you really break it down and it it's so fucking good. Like it's it it is it is a it's it just takes you by the the throat and goes, "Hey, you're going to experience this and we're going to tell you a story and whatever you take away from it, hopefully you take away you know, yep. it's like it, it that's all immortality is, and I think it deserves to win this category. I think it should. I want it to win. I have a feeling it's going to be God of War. I think it's going to be God of. I think ultimately it's going to be God of War that wins the narrative. Gotcha. So to chime in on what you said earlier, people are going to be upset. Eldering, horrible storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't even when when the games first came out when it first came out I'm like there's no story here yeah it's a, it it all the game says hey there's a story but you got to go find it that's yeah. not really a story yeah um it's not, not really any other <laughs> um all these games are great enjoyed immortality enjoyed horizon for, or not horizon for, uh, God of War Ragnarok and um, Plague Tale even though I'm gonna play Requiem here soon um 
what I think will win. Because I definitely understand. Because immortality is definitely it's all narrative. It's all that's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing yeah. else. The gameplay is the story. It's narrative. Yeah. It's that's one for one. Um, enjoyed it a lot. But but I I like like you said earlier. I'm I'm in the same uh, thought process. I think God of War will take this because God of War has a has a great story as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it just uh, I think it has a better way of guiding the player through yeah. the narrative, um, and I think it's a little bit more user friendly. Yeah. Um, and I think because of that and because of just this franchise, I think that's going to win. Yeah, I agree. I think Immortality does have the thing where it is you get just thrown into it and you're just like, hey, exactly. click around, figure out what you're going to do. Things will piece together eventually. And exactly. I think that is like I think that is the detriment to Mortality. But man, once you start piecing things together and it starts yeah. becoming clear what's going on, it is the best experience in a game that I've had this year. Because, like, I can still remember the moment when creepy stuff started happening. And I was like, okay, what the (laughs) fuck? Where I had to, like, stop playing because I was like, this is getting too much for me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But Immortality, like, it deserves to win. It's not going to. But it deserves it so fucking bad. I will be so happy if it does. All right. (laughs) We have two categories left. Best Game Direction and Game of the Year. Um, I've already revealed what I want for what Game of the Year. But (laughs) Best Game Direction. Go open. All right. Best game direction awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. Once again, I'm going to start at the end here. Get rid of this fucking cat. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. Just go away. Like, yeah. I will I will sing the praises of Elden Ring if it means Stray goes away forever. (laughs) Like, I just I want Stray to be gone. Yeah. Because I don't think it again. This is a category that I don't think Stray deserves to be in. Uh, anyways, the nominees are <laughs> Elden Ring, <laughs> God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality, and then the cat game. Uh, nope. Yeah, that fucking game. Uh, <laughs> whatever. For this category, um, it, it, I think this is probably one of the hardest ones for me. Yeah. Because, again, I, I want Immortality to win. It's not yeah. no snowball of chance. Yeah. But this this also leads to the Game of the Year discussion. It's hard for me to say who would win Elden Ring or God of War Ragnarok. I don't think any yeah. of the other games have a snowball chance. Yeah. I think it's going to come to, like, Game of the Year, it's going to come down to Elden Ring and God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, I think what's going to happen is that it's going to pull an Oscars here where the best director is not the best picture. You know what I mean? Like how the Oscars have that. So I think whichever game wins here doesn't win game of the year. Whoa. You know what I mean? I think that's what's going to happen because that happens in the Oscars all the fucking time where the best director doesn't, doesn't necessarily direct the best movie, which is always weird to me. But I think best direction is going to be God of War. Whoa. I think best direction is going to be God of War. Interesting. And I think that reveals what I <laughs> from my game of the year pick too. Yeah. But I have a feeling. It's gonna be it straight. <laughs> it's gonna be straight. No. I just said that blue cat. That orange cat, not blue cat. That orange cat. <laughs> I actually have a feeling I want God of War to win, but I actually don't think it will win. I think it'll actually be Elden Ring. Okay. I'm going the other direction. Okay. Because I think the the design and vision of Elden Ring, as much as I don't really, you know get with the game um i think it's it's crazy same thing with god of War, same thing but i think elder ring has it just a little bit more okay um 
Yeah. And so I, I give it to Eldering on that, which will cause an upset in the next <laughs> next yeah. one. But I think this will be one where everyone's going to be like, already, you know, we know who's going to win game of the year, but they're going to be upset and it will cause a fight amongst the internet and the fandoms. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think there's a snowball's chance for Horizon or Immortality or I, Stray. So I'm I'm gonna harp on again something you said. I looking back at these um, <laughs> these submissions of uh, the nominations, I really don't know why Stray's in here. Like I really don't. <laughs> I really don't understand. I hate this so much. I hate that people love this fucking cat. Like I, it's man, trying to it, be insane. <laughs> this this is this this should let other game developers know like how far an orange cat will take you. Yeah, and it's all the cat, man. It's the cat and the robot, man. I can't exactly. even I can't even remember the robot's name. That's how insignificant this exactly. game is for me. I'm gonna go back and re-review this and give it a one out of five. I give it oh a three God. out of. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not gonna do that. I do think it's a three out of five game. Um, game of the year. Game of the year. Ooh wee. The one that everybody's waiting for. Recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across creative and technical fields. Oh, boy. <laughs> Can, for the love of God, we remove this fucking cat? <laughs> All right. The nominees are A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. <laughs> Not even acknowledging this other one, the, the six option, because it does not deserve to be in this category. End of story, period. And if it fucking wins, I am That'd never crazy. I am never gonna pay attention to the fucking game awards again. Hilarious. If Stray if Stray ends up winning this fucking category, that'd be hilarious. I have no interest in ever watching the game awards again because that's fucking bullshit. It has no business yeah. winning because it does not it is not the absolute best experience in any way, shape, or form in creative yeah. or technical fields. It's just not. <laughs> like there's just it, it is not anyone that th says uh, says it is i need you to tell me what the hell you're playing because that's not <laughs> the game i played um yeah with that said i think this did, does come down to elden and god of war ragnarok what i want Definitely. to win a plague tale requiem it's my game of the year i love a plague yeah. tale requiem again i think what holds it back is the fact that it's a double a studio yeah. It doesn't have that polish of Elden Ring. It doesn't have the polish of God of War Ragnarok. It doesn't even have the polish of Horizon Forbidden West or Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And I would, even yeah. though Stray is an indie game, I would honestly say that Stray is a better, some of its, like, the mechanics of Stray work better in the long run than Plague Tale Requiem. Um, gotcha. But I do think Plague Tale Requiem is an amazing experience in terms of creative direction. So, Gotcha. Um, but... Uh, I think this category comes down to Go Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok. So, and I, I picked God of War for direction. So you're picking Elden Ring. The Elden Ring game of the year. I can. I think game. Of, I think Elden Ring just does a lot. Yeah. And has resonated longer this year because people still talk about Elden Ring. I still see people, you know, praising it and everything. Uh, God of War is like an extension. It's a more refined extension of 2018. Um, okay. It's it's it doesn't really push the envelope in the way that Elden Ring does for open world games. Despite my feelings about Elden Ring, even though I didn't enjoy the game, it does so much well with its open world. It took the Dark Souls formula, you know, it took that Souls formula and puts it in an open world and makes it work. Um, 
And so I think it just in a technical, there's so many like back back uh, like mechanics to Elden Ring. The creative direction is good, even though I don't agree with the narrative. It does have amazing world building uh, to it. Uh, the designs of the monsters and the creatures and the bosses are just bar none some of the best out there. Um, so, yeah, I think Elden Ring takes it away just in terms of all of the check marks, whereas God of War is just an extension of 2018. It's a more refined extension. And it's one of those things where it's not broke, don't fix it type of thing. Let's just add a little bit of... Let's clear out those rough edges as that 2018 had. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what God of War does. God of War Ragnarok does. Uh, so I don't think God of War does enough to push the envelope. Even though it is absolutely amazing in everything that it does, I don't think it elevates gaming in any significant way. Gotcha. So here's my take. One... Get the cat out of here. <laughs> yeah, get, get the fucking thing out of here. <laughs> get him out of here. I don't know what he's doing here. <laughs> Two. He's cute. He's cute. He is, he, hey, if he wants to be... You know I what? I've, 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 been, I've been turned. Stray's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at this little face. I, I'm convinced. I'm kidding. I, um, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this. Elden Ring, great game. Great game. But I, will, I think that Elden Ring had the benefit of what was happening in society. <laughs> well, what I the think. hell does that mean? <laughs> so like, you know, what cuz Elden Ring came out in January? Uh February. February, February. When you think about all the games that came out after the fact, mm-hmm. not there wasn't a lot of them that kind of were the triple games came out and everything like that, but there was nothing that really stood or really could stand against it and i mm-hmm. feel like it was kind of like by itself just like this big bad thing just because of one social media because mm-hmm. when you think about it if you think about all the other games in in like the the demon souls type of um game nobody really ever talks about them except for the niche audience yeah. this for some reason just you know stood out more i think it had to do with social media and a lot of different things going on mm-hmm. but i still just because of the experience and the world creation, I give it its kudos to that. And I give it that has great experiences, but I still don't think that that is enough to warrant it game of the year. Mm-hmm. Now, I do think that God of War will win this one mm-hmm. because I think that when you're comparing the two, like I said, Elden Ring is not by far, it's not a horrible game. Um, maybe you just might not enjoy it or no one, there are people who I don't enjoy it the gameplay experience but i think that when comparing it to god of war i think it's a lot more memorable and i think that people can point to certain moments and certain parts maybe like elden ring you could point back to certain bosses and stuff mm-hmm. like that but mm-hmm. outside of that like you you kind of have to think about it like game of the year what is game of the year is it like you know here it's the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields yeah but also, this might be me being personal because me playing a game where I constantly die over and over to a boss that is hard to beat and like just, you know, doing that over and over is not a fun gameplay loop. Yeah, um, I agree. And I, I agree. That's one of the reasons why I don't like Elden Ring. But I yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I think and I think that people are more in love with the idea of what it could be versus what it is um, mm-hmm. when it comes to like having the absolute best experience. 
Um, and I think for that reason, I think that's why God of War Ragnarok, I think people have a better overall great experience um, with it than compared to Elden Ring. Because mm-hmm. um, to me, I still consider, even though as popular as Elden Ring is, it still seems niche to me, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what is going to keep it from winning game of the year. Now, don't get me wrong. I think that um, I have a feeling I think God of War will win and I think people will be upset. But I think that when you really, you know, take a step back and look at it, having a, a great experience overall and like just the boss fights in Elden Ring are great, but the cinematic fights in God of War, I think, are a lot more fun. And I think people can engage with it better than, yeah. say, in Elden Ring. Okay. Now... I could be wrong, but I have a feeling I think that Elden Ring will win the previous category, which was the direction. Best game direction. Yeah. But I think that God of War will win game of the year because I think overall people have a lot more fun with that versus Elden Ring. And I think yeah. that's what will separate it. All right. I'm, you know, I don't think either one of those are wrong. I think like it wouldn't be surprising yeah. if either one won. Um, I think it would be a surprise if Horizon Forbidden West won. True. Um, True. I think it would be a surprise if Xenoblade Chronicles 3 won. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be a huge surprise if Plague Tale Requiem... <laughs> I'm surp- I'm going to be honest, I'm even surprised that Plague Tale Requiem even, even is in this True. list. Like, True. that's not something I would have seen. Like, as much as I love Plague Tale Requiem, this is not a game that I thought was ever going to be in a exactly, conversation for yeah. Game of the Year. So I'm actually, I'm pleasantly happy. I'm glad it's getting its not because it deserves it. Requiem is, yeah. is amazing. Um, I... Like, it's just incredible experience. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, it's this category, I think these last two categories are just, like, either one. You could interchange either one. Maybe maybe Elden Ring takes both categories. Maybe God of War takes both categories, you know. Um, I don't know. All I can say is that I swear to fucking God if this cat wins. <laughs> if this fucking cat wins! I am. If that cat wins, they better bring an orange I'm, cat to the stage to they, accept the award. They better, yeah. <laughs> it has to have the backpack on. It has yep. to have its robot flip friend floating around it. And yep. that cat better freaking be ready to talk. Exactly. <laughs> um, they better be ready. Oh, man, I well, swear to God, if Stray wins, dude, I swear. Oh I, will be, I, will, I, will, I won't actually care. But <laughs> <laughs> I won't care in any way, shape, or form. But I will say that I don't think it, Stray should, I don't think Stray should have been in this category. I don't think it should. There are several categories that I'm just not understanding this love of Stray at all. Yep. But um, we didn't really talk about Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Um, as I think it's more or less because we haven't played it. It's also yeah. a Japanese ass Japanese game. It's a Japanese ass yeah. Japanese RPG. The people that love Xenoblade Chronicles loves Xenoblade Chronicles. But out of all of these games, I think that's probably the most niche game of this of the games in this category. Cause I don't think the I don't think the fan base of Xenoblade Chronicles necessarily translates over to God of War or Elden Ring or Plague Tale Requiem or Horizon for maybe Stray, just because animals, but you know, whatever. But like I just don't think it, I don't think the fan base like yeah. Again, this is also a game that I'm surprised that is here because I don't think it it's a that it just means that there was enough people that enjoyed the game to get it up here. So I think that's pretty cool. I don't think that's going to be enough to make it win the category though. So and then Horizon Forbidden West it's just it it deserves its nod. It does. It doesn't deserve to win the category. It's not game of the <laughs> year in any way shape or form. Yeah. Compared to compared to God of War or Elden Ring. Now, sure. if, there, if if God of War Elden Ring hadn't come out this year, maybe, maybe. Maybe. But Got a good chance. Yeah. But with that said. Nice. 
but we're gonna find out on December eighth. December eighth. Do you want to do a live stream of it? Do you want to do a live reaction? Oh, to that'd it? be cool. Yeah, we could do that. definitely do because they they uh, they highly encourage people to do that. So um, nice. I think I think we will have to like watch it muted because I do believe they're gonna probably have like oh music and stuff. Yeah, music and stuff. But like they do encourage streamers and stuff to watch it live and react to it. So we can do it. We can do a live reaction if you want. We'll, we'll talk nice. about that. We'll talk about it because it's on a. Ooh. Thursday. Yeah, it's on a Thursday. Uh-oh. No, it's on a... Yeah. It's on a Thursday. I think I might have <laughs> something that night. I, I'm going to have oh, to check my well. school schedule. I think um, I think I have to sit on a committee thing that night that's oh. going to be going until like 10 o'clock at night. It's either oh. the Tuesday or the Thursday. I can't remember. I have to look at my schedule. Okay. Uh, but I'll let you know. Um, so we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out right. as we get closer. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was the game awards discussion. Um, a lot here, a lot to talk about, a lot of uh, stuff, you know, um, let's, uh, let's just go ahead and dip our, our eyes into esports game, best esports game. Oh, I think boy. we could talk about this. Uh, best esports game for the game that has delivered the best overall esports experience to players, inclus- inclusive of tournaments, community support, and content updates, iris- irrespective of genre or platform. Uh, Counter Strike, Global Offense, Dota 2, League of Legends, Rocket League, Valorant. I'm going to say Valorant because I don't care. Uh, I will say Rocket League because I like cars that can fly. <laughs> I like cars that can fly. All right, great. Fantastic. All right, oh, well, that's it. I'm joking. We're not going to go to the eSports category at all. Because <laughs> I, I honestly couldn't tell you anything about the athletes or the teams or the coach. Why is that even a fucking category? <laughs> that's, I have like, no idea. Is there, a, is there a category like when, you know, the NFL gives awards at the end of this at the season? Yeah. Is there an award for best coach? Um. Because I know there's like one for positions and stuff and yeah. all that, but I, is there one for best coach, best offensive coach, best defensive coach? Well, not, not, I think maybe like head coach, but not like offensive coach or defensive. I think okay. maybe head coach. Yeah. But yeah. Should we educate ourselves in esports? You know, find out next year when we get into this. That'll be <laughs> that'll be our 2023 goal. L and I are going to get educated in the esports scene. We're become experts by the end of 2023. Uh, that is, we're going to turn this whole podcast into an esports podcast. Woo! That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen at all. Um, anyways, L, take it over. Take it. Close this all out. Right. Everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Respawn Please podcast, where we uh, live stream the podcast biweekly. Um, every Friday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, so every bi-weekly. So then next week we'll be off, I think. No, or? we're going to, because we didn't do last week's. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, so sorry. This was, a yeah. this, this was a special episode. Yeah. Next next week we'll be dressed up as turkeys. Um, uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> no, next um, week we'll be on Saturday too, remember. That's right. Exactly. Because yeah. yeah. Thanksgiving and everything. Yeah. So. Um, catch us next week at, on Friday or excuse me, Saturday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, if you can't watch the live podcast, that's all right. Um, go to YouTube and just type in Respawn Please Podcast. We'll pop up there. That's where we go live. Um, you can also listen to the audio version of the podcast, which is available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, everywhere that you get podcasts. And make sure to follow the podcast on social media, which is at Respawn Please Podcast on TikTok and Instagram. And then the Twitter is at Respawn underscore please as well. Lastly, but not leastly, follow or excuse me, go to www.respawnplease.com for game reviews and gaming news. Yes. Oh, um, with Twitter dying, 
Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we may not have a Twitter anymore. I don't know. You know, Twitter's dying. So, you know, we'll, just, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see. We'll see in a couple. We'll see like in a month or two if, you know. Yeah. 2023 end of end of Twitter type of deal. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's something going on. Elon Musk went crazy. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, thank you all so much for this week. Joining us this week. Thank we will you. be back on Saturday next week. Nice. To talk about the games. Well, they talk about things we are thankful for within the gaming space. Gobble, gobble. (laughs) You just threw me off. I don't know where we're going for this. (laughs) We're going to talk about what we're thankful for within the gaming space. Yep. So there we go. Um, And I just got an email from one of my students. Why are they emailing me on a Friday night? I don't know. They just pissed me off. Oh, my (laughs) God. Have a good night, y'all. I will. We will see you next weekend. Have a good night. Bye bye.